So if you want to hear more of our podcast, please click on jamesandsana.com and you can hear our previous episodes. And please subscribe because James has some good word of wisdoms every morning to share with you guys through that email that comes into your inbox. Morning, sweetheart. Morning, honey. How are you? Pretty well. How about you? I'm fine as frogs here. How was your walk today? My walk was fine. It was lovely. It was a bit chilly. It's weird to be in Vietnam and say that it's a little chilly, but it does get kind of cold here. I think in Fahrenheit it was 50, which for Hanoi, Vietnam is very cold. Well, I survived a 45 degree. 45. Wow. You survived it. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> in Hanoi. Must have been daunting. <laughs> Not really. I usually go out with my summer clothes during cold. Yeah, I like to go out in a short sleeve shirt and just go for a nice brisk walk. Then by the time you're done with your walk, you feel nice and warm. Right, that's how you build your immune system. Exactly. Yeah, people pamper themselves too much and... Complain, oh, I am sick. I'm not feeling well. Right. I just got well and again I'm sick. Right. And that's those same people who are offended at... The drop of a hat. Someone looks at them funny and they take them to court. Right. Yeah. That's not... (laughs) So, I have a colleague. Uh She believes that she always has to live in a very, very hot and warm place in Mm. order not to get sick. (laughs) So, you know how Hanoi gets hot and humid. Oh, yes. Um, During summer, sometimes it goes up to maybe... 80, right? It was around 80. 80? Was it Up 80? to 80? Yeah. In Hanoi? In the summer? Yeah. I would say it's, it gets down to 80 at night. <laughs> 80 degrees Fahrenheit is nice. Here in Hanoi, it gets to 100 routinely. Right. Okay. So I didn't know in Fahrenheit. Probably. Okay, you're trying to calculate Celsius to Fahrenheit. Got it. Right. So... <laughs> she shares an office with maybe another 10 or 12 people mm-hmm. and she goes to the central heating system or you know ventilation system yeah. and she always keeps the temperature up to 30 degree celsius which is what 90 in, Fahr- in fahrenheit something like that okay. during, summer. during summer so heat over heat and she gets <laughs> so angry if somebody touch and I'm like this is very selfish because yeah. we are all getting sick because all these bacteria and viruses grow in that heat yes and she's sick all the time <laughs> with her daughters all the time and she still doesn't want to take our advice to at least try to see whether at least for one week or two weeks she and her kids are not sick because we give her the right temperature. But anyways, she always keeps it very high on the air conditioning. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, someone who uh, does not play well with others. No. If they had a report card in elementary school, Mm. plays well with others, uh, unsatisfactory. Right. Or I should say, there are a lot of people who, th- who believe 
whatever they say and whatever they do is the right way. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, not good because mm. they are the one who also complain a lot about, a lot about life that, oh, I did this, it didn't happen or I'm not feeling well or <clears throat> things didn't go the right way. Those are the kinds of people who are always looking for the easy route. Uh, you see, you see the hard way of doing things, and uh, they say, uh, "I'll pass. Let me choose this other thing that's going to bring maximum inconvenience to everyone around me." <laughs> but it's going to gratify me as long as I'm happy, as long as I feel like I'm in control. Sana's showing me this photo of this pie. And it is uh, cut neatly, and there's one piece that's cut out of the pie, and it's in the shape of a piece of pie. It's like a triangle type of shape, but it is uh, right in the middle of the pumpkin pie, and this one piece that this one person took out is basically ruined the entire pie, or at least half of the pie. So this one person gets his piece of pie, or her piece of the pie, at the expense of everybody else not able to have um, a, f- a f- half of the pie, so it's an interesting photo, and it uh, it's 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 actually really accurate because so many people are so concerned with me, myself, and I, and this is what matters to me, and I need to gratify my own lusts and my own desires, and. Everybody else be damned. You you can go screw yourself. I want what I want, and I'm going to get it. And that's a good one. Maybe try to put that on the show notes. We we need to start doing show notes, honey. Right. We've you just can put been... it on the cover of this. So yeah, we could do that. See. Absolutely, we can do that. That's easy. I'll send you. Send it to me, and I will get it on Canva, and then. Uh, upload it on Acast where we do our when we do our thing. Sana is off for this entire week. She was off basically last week, and then this is her second week off in a row. And we are celebrating. The Vietnamese people are celebrating. I'm not really celebrating it. Uh, Tet, Tet, right? Is and it's like, just fallen our wedding anniversary. Yes, <laughs> yes. We celebrated two years last on. Fr- uh, uh, this past Friday was our marked two years of being married in the eyes of God, and um, what can we say? It's been it's been real. Anyway, what do you know about Tet? I know that it has to do with the Chinese New Year, and it's basically the Lunar New Year that the Vietnamese it is, celebrate. It is Lunar New Year, right. Chinese New Year. It's just in it's Vietnam just not they Chinese. call it Tet. Yeah, T E T. Sana does that all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Anyhow, Tet. You know, I heard of Tet because uh, during the American and Vietnam conflict, it's not a war. You can't call it a war because it wasn't actually declared. But uh, I heard about the Tet Offensive. That's how I heard the word Tet. But it wasn't until I got here couple of years ago that I realized, oh, that's actually a holiday. <laughs> it's, it's like, that's all. My only correlation with the word Tet was some 
legal or uh, not legal, but military action. So, but it's Chinese New Year and they, they love to celebrate it. There's flags, there are decorations, beautiful flowers. The streets are lined with these uh, huge, massive tents. And underneath these tents are these huge, just gigantic, I, I guess, bushes with these beautiful flowers. Orchid bushes, do you call them? Mm-hmm. Orchid. Oh, they're so lovely. And these vases are massive. They're so big. And these uh, orchid plants must sell for thousands of dollars. And uh, there's these just these big markets that are basically impromptu. They just set up a tent where there's a plot of land with with no buildings. And you have these massive markets uh, so people can celebrate Tet. It's uh, really neat. And, you know, what's interesting is if the conditions now were the same as they were last year, I would still be in quarantine. Right. I would still be in that two-week quarantine at the Wyndham Garden maximum security facility. Not we would have changed it, of course. Huh? We would have changed your quarantine. Well, it wouldn't facility. matter. It'd be the same conditions, basically. Yeah, same condition. Yeah. I would prefer you to stay in Wyndham because the food was good. It was it was <laughs> adequate. <clears throat> it was a- internet they got you. I did need the internet, that was for sure. Because I told them don't give him anything but give him fast internet. Yes. Yes, my business is uh, kind of reliant on on at least adequate speed internet. The farmhouse in Windsor was iffy. The internet connection was iffy, but it got the job done. That's when I was uh, doing Ben. Well, honey, you should get ready because we're going to live on a farm anyways. We're going to live on a farm, yes. Yeah, because me and Gabriel, we already discussed this. <laughs> yes, Gabriel is my son. Son, a stepson, and uh, he he really liked that farmhouse. It's a uh, Windsor is about an hour from Virginia Beach, where his mom lives, and it was a nice setup. I was really sad to uh, inform the landlord that I wouldn't be able to keep the lease because of I mean I just got stuck here because of COVID. I didn't get stuck here. I chose to stay here, with the circumstances being what they were. Decided to stay here with my lovely wife and I had to give up that farmhouse which was I was really disappointed because I I thought we were going to live there I thought we were going to buy it from the guy you know I was renting it but you know they might he might want to buy you might want to sell it for the right price yeah we didn't contact him again so I think if you initiate talk and see yeah if you want to sell it well it doesn't have to be that one there's plenty of farmhouses. It doesn't have to be that particular one. But that one was really cool. It was a nice house. It had a just. It was over a hundred years old. I think it was. It was built in the 1800s, and had been modernized. Um, outfitted with an HVAC system, and the but the only issue was the internet wasn't as fast as I would like. I had to get a a broadband with Verizon because the other companies didn't service that part of, uh, they didn't go that far. If I were to go in two miles into the actual town of Windsor, I would have been fine. But cable companies didn't service two miles outside of this, of the town. So 
it is what it is. But for that one, there are plenty of other farmhouses, right? That we can that we can get. There are a lot of houses in Virginia. Oh yeah, I mean we could buy a plot of land and build a nice house on it. <clears throat> it is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. Be careful. Let's to, say it again. Be careful to whom you say that phrase because it can get you in real trouble. <laughs> Speaking of the perpetually offended, who will take you to court at the drop of a hat? That's an inside story that between Sana and me, and we're not going to share it with our listeners, but. Some people are just itching for a fight, and they're going to get it. So, we are doing a program. It's called Real, wait, 75 Hard. 75 Hard. Uh, It was created by a man named Andy Frizzella. And if you're not familiar with this, you should go check it out. It's nothing that is terribly difficult it's one of those things like the easy school of hard knocks type of uh, mindset where the actual steps are easy to do. The difficult part is actually doing it every single day for 75 days. And there are five separate things that you are required to do every single day. And that's the program. And if you agree to do this, then you are agreeing. Uh, if you are agreeing to do the program, then you're agreeing with yourself that you're going to do these five steps every single day. And the five steps are to do two workouts per day, each of which is 45 minutes. And one of the workouts is required to be outdoors. Rain, sleet, hail, thunderstorm, tornado, doesn't matter. You have to do one of them outside The second is you drink a gallon of water every day. Uh, The third is read 10 pages of a nonfiction book and not an audio book, not even a Kindle book, but a physical paper book. Read 10 pages. Uh, The fourth is, what is the fourth? Diet. Yes, yes. You choose a diet and you stick to it. And I don't. I didn't choose any particular diet that actually has a label on it. Uh, what we're going to do is we're just basically taking out all the junk food. Eat healthy food. Healthy food. We eat healthy food. Yeah, basically just natural food. I think we should eat. I mean, when he's talking about a diet, he's talking about, you know, your metabolism. You know what works well for yeah. your body. Yeah. Like for me, it works well if I shock my body for you know, like extended period of time mm-hmm. and have something healthy and then the next day the same thing. Right. It works. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that, the diet, and then no alcohol, zero alcohol at all for 75 days. For me, it's fine. I don't know how you're going to handle that because <laughs> you drink a lot of wine. Well, I'm not going to for the next 75 days. I mean, that's the way it is. We're going to save a lot of money. <laughs> and then the fifth and final step is to take a progress picture every single day. Preferably with... And you don't have you don't have to post it on Instagram or anything. It's for your own records. Right. And so 
me, I'll take my shirt off, take a progress picture, and you will do what you want to do. But the point is, and I listened to the podcast that he did to explain this whole program, and the whole the whole idea is to, one, do it, and second of all is to see that you've actually done the work. Like if you are reading 10 pages out of a Kindle book, well, you can't really see. You can't see, look at, at a book and say that I'm halfway through this, and you feel that sense of accomplishment. Mm-hmm. You You may be able to look at look at it and say I'm 50% of the way through it but it's just it's just different and that's just the way he designed it and he's very adamant about it if you don't drink a full gallon of water every day you have to start over and it's not oh I I slipped up on this one step but I'm just going to keep on going there's nothing wrong with that but according to him if you miss one step you start all over if you're on day 49 and you drink uh, nine-tenths of a gallon of water, but you don't get that last tenth, then you you got to start over. And it's an, an honor system type of situation. Nobody's going to force you to do it. But you're learning to take accountability for yourself. So there are, and I've, been done, I've done a little research on this, and there are people who are literally building businesses coaching businesses around the 75 hard program. It's unbelievable how this thing has just sprouted up organically. People have written books. You find them on Amazon, how to do the 75 hard challenge. No affiliation to this Frizella fellow. No, it's just, they, they start a business around this thing, or the, at least it's a core component of their business. It's really interesting. It's just this one thing and this is called leading a this is called building a movement this is this isn't just um a a a fad or something that's fashionable to do a some sort of diet for 2 weeks and so you can say you've done it this is really it's a it's a legit movement that this guy has started and it's 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 really remarkable so Today is day one, and we are going to track our progress on this Bavosh Dan show. And if either of us miss one step, you will hear about it. If Sana doesn't get her gallon of water every day, you will hear the whipping sound. Merciless taunting and jeering until the end of time. Wow. Yes. The end of time? End of time. Do I get to live that long? <laughs> Although if I keep doing that, the end of my time might come sooner than later. <laughs> now, we're going to keep ourselves accountable. So how many uh, of those water bottles have you had today? Zero. Zero. You better get on it. It's 10 o'clock had, in the morning. I had one glass of water to take my supplementary. Mm-hmm. And the other one was gummy, the blue one. So I didn't need water. All right. So we have um, they don't they don't do gallons here in Vietnam. They do liters. Liters. And so we both bought a bottle that it's 550 milliliters. And I did the math, <clears throat> and seven of these bottles is just over one gallon. So if we drink seven of these bottles per day, that's that's one gallon. 
And it's really, it's really not that difficult. You have one in the morning with some Organifi green juice uh, powder. Yeah, but the way you drink it is very different. You take the whole bottle at once. I cannot do that. Well, you do what you got to do. My throat will hurt if I drink that much water at once. Well, you've got another 12 hours to get it done, honey. So you got to do it somehow. You got to do your two 45-minute workouts. I've already done one of mine. Nice 45-minute brisk walk outside. I did one of mine in bed. I you, haven't even got out of bed. What did you do in bed? I thought about it. Uh, I thought I'm walking in the jungle. That doesn't count, honey. <laughs> Thinking about exercise does not equal exercise. Yeah, you didn't move around a whole lot for that. I did most of the movement on that one. Yeah, but that's... <laughs> you, you do the movement, but it's really wear me out the whole body. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Well, it's I, not like... Yeah, I still... I, I, <laughs> I don't think it counts, though, is the thing. That's the... Like... <laughs> Does lying on your back with your husband thrusting his penis inside of you, does that constitute a workout? I don't think so. It does. You can read. There are scientific papers. Scientific papers. Yes. Online. Yes. (laughs) Online, (laughs) offline. Really? Yeah. You don't know? I can see it if you're doing the actual physical activity. Both. It's, It's equal one hour aerobics. Yeah, but it's not 45 minutes. you got to follow the plan, honey. Sana is looking it up. Having sex is equal to running six miles. The level of, of intensity that's exerted from sexual activity could be higher than that of walking at three miles an hour, but less than that of jogging at five miles an hour. The researchers write in the study, which is published by the journal PLOS1. PLOS1. Plus, plus, not plus, 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 plus one. one. Here's how many calories you actually burn during sex. It's easy to get winded after a passionate tumble between the sheets. In fact, you might even break a sweat or feel your heart race. But is the action you get while getting some action really enough to count as a full-on workout? And if it is, how many calories do you actually burn? If given the chance, most of us would gladly forego a laborious jog on the treadmill for a sexy rump in the sack, but it's not that simple. Several factors come into play when you're determining how intensive a workout you get from your horizon. Come on. Can't these people write like they're adults? Like, pretend that adults are reading this and, and write it. Ah, these articles. Average woman burns about 69 calories for every 25 minutes having sex, while the average man burns around 100. Study broke things down further, noting that men burn an average... 4.2 calories per minute. Women burn 3.1. Interesting. I've been reading this book called The Multi-Orgasmic Man. I'm He's probably walking a skeleton. <laughs> I bought it on the recommendation of uh, someone who I follow online. And uh, it's actually interesting. A lot of... It's it's kind of scientific, 
but it's also very readable. It's scientific, but readable. I would say it's not a, it's not written for a medical journal or anything. It's written for the layperson to understand, but there's a lot of science in it. And one thing that I remember from this book is that when a man is about to ejaculate, the heart rate goes up significantly. The rest, a typical resting heart rate is about 70 beats a minute. And then right at the, the absolute climax, when the stuff is going to spill out, it's like 120, 130 beats a minute. It's interesting. So, man, didn't think we were going to talk about this when we pressed record on this, did we? Sana's just like burying her head, her, her head in her hands, just ashamed. Like we're going, like, like it's not like it's a secret that we make love. Husband and a wife do a podcast together and they talk about having sex. Huh. Whoever would have thought. But this is a bit uh, scandalous for your culture to talk about this kind of stuff in public, isn't it? You don't talk about it. Right. You don't even show that it exists. What, what does that mean? What do you mean it, you don't show that it exists? I mean, how do new Persians come about isn't that proof that it exists? It exists, <laughs> but no, listen. Okay. So if we go with the new government, okay. if, for example, we are out there and there is this guardian police around, see mm-hmm. us kissing, mm-hmm. and we fight with them, they might even catch us, put us in prison because we cannot show our affection in the public. Mm. There are kids, they can see it and they will be misled. <clears throat> misled into thinking that you Sex should. is good. But it is good. <laughs> What's misleading about that? It's not good. So you are not supposed to have sex before marriage. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you have to, as much as possible, protect your kids. Yeah. From God forbid that they should think that it's good to show affection towards your wife or your woman. Can't have can't be setting that kind of example, can we? So everything happens hiddenly, like the pool parties and all the parties mm-hmm. with ecstasy and stuff like that happens, but um, all hidden. And because they are telling them no, so the way it's happening, it's absolutely disgusting and dirty in the hidden part. I'll bet. Hidden parties and. So if you, uh, in that type of culture where it's taboo. It's not like it's not going to happen because people have this natural desire to procreate. Uh, what you're saying is that it does happen and an of, often a ver- in a very uh, debauched form. Yeah. Because it's taboo and illegal. But that's what happens when the state gets involved in uh, activities that, that uh, don't, don't concern them. People still want what they want. They're going to have it. Uh, kind of like the drug trade in America, the drug war. You make it illegal, people are still going to get what they want. Um, but the the way that, that it happens is often very, very horrible. That's why you have the methamphetamines and the... You, 
make things illegal and uh the what happens underneath the the law or outside of the law is often far worse than any negative benefit or negative uh, effects that could happen with if it was uh, not criminalized anyhow we have been going on for 30 minutes here and it is time for us to wrap up we've enjoyed being in your earballs and uh, do you want to give the call to action honey thank you for listening in this is James and Sana you can listen to more of our podcast on jamesandsana.com and don't forget to subscribe because James sends daily email and there are some good word of wisdom in it